How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws of monkey sound in there and call it good. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. <laughs> I felt very aggressive when I said good afternoon to everybody there. Happy Wednesday, Portland. It's a happy, 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 Let's happy, happy get it. day. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing splendiferous. How are you doing? You got, what? You're doing what? Splendiferous. Splendiferous? That yeah. sounds like a Winnie the Pooh made up word. I'm almost certain it actually comes from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Yeah. My parents used to say it when I was a kid. So. Splendiferous? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sounds very uh, Hundred Acre Woodish. Listen, man, the first, you know what I got brought home from the hospital in? Uh, your skivvies. Well, no, car seat. No, I, was, I mean, I Ooh. was, I was, I was, I was butt naked. All of these great, great not in the car seat because come on, now we're eighties babies. We didn't use car seats. We weren't safe yet. It's just just the, the, the lone lap belt in the back of the '69 Mustang. You're damn right. <laughs> uh, but I was my grandmother, quite the uh, the this the seamstress, yeah. had made a custom Winnie the Pooh uh, like. Uh, swaddled, yeah. slash like sleeping uh-huh. bag, like zipper, like it, like it all like wrapped around me. Yeah, my what ultimately became my binky, which was my blanket. And you've been refusing to wear pants ever since. You're just like yeah. Winnie the Pooh. I, You're a hero. I'm just shirting it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I literally kept that blanket probably till I was like 17, 18 years old. Not that I slept with it. Yeah. But it had like this magical power to always stay cold. And so okay. I would wrap it around my pillow. <laughs> okay. But it would like, because it was always cold. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know how. All right. But it, I, to, like, magic. I would, again, Winnie the Pooh magic. Okay. But Let's... I would literally wrap my pillow in this because it was always cold. It would like make my pillow cold. I don't know. We've had some weird starts of the show. This may be <laughs> the weirdest start to the show. Uh, apparently, Splendiferous, the first known use of that word was in 1843. Oh. Okay. What, was, was Google around then to chart this? No, nope, but I think Merriam-Webster was. There you go. Is that when? Is there that when? Is go. that when Merriam was alive? No, Webster was. Merriam was dead by then. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Shouts um, the dead. But yeah, uh, have you seen the trailer for the uh, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet horror movie? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No. We've talked about that. Before. Yeah, that we, was... we talked about that. That's uh, whoa, Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> I am a hundred percent in on that. Yeah. Yeah. And Nothing. now there's also the uh, the uh, the Santa Claus horror movie with uh, uh, David Harbour. Oh, listen, both those. Sign yeah. me up for both of them. Silent Night. Okay. That's yeah. what it's called. All right. Um, 
503-250-1080. That's How where long? your thoughts and complaints can be heard on the fan text line. Uh, Russ, we are getting uh, complaints of low audio levels on the fan text line. Oh, great. Yeah. I so. love that because, I mean, nobody can blame the studio uh, anymore. Yeah. How about this? I'll put it this way. I usually have them tricked out nice and good, and then Swag comes in and Fs everything up in the morning. That like sounds that. about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um, here is a pro tip. Until we fix it, maybe just turn the radio up a little bit, huh? How about we do that? How about we do that? Oh, I see. It's Rufio. Okay, yeah. Rufio, he's always he's my guy when it comes to the yeah. audio settings Rufio. here. Rufio! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that when when Jeff Russ started talking Rufies, I didn't, didn't know where we were going to go there. Hey, man, but he's P1 it, Rufio. How do you right. think I made it through college? Uh, wow. Shout out, um, shout out Barworks, huh? This is day number two of uh, people on this show incriminating themselves, Wee! guys. Guys, we really need Statute to stop doing of this. Limitations. I admitted to nothing specific. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got a we got a, a, a good show today. Uh, it felt like winter came this morning. It was very cold this morning. I still want shorts. Psycho. I know. Uh, yeah, like Danny and Jorgie. Psycho's <laughs> cut from the same cloth. Yeah, Jorgie, Mike Jorgensen. Oh, yeah? Color analyst for the Ducks. He's all-weather shorts guy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Doesn't matter when, like, it doesn't matter what the temp is. He goes, he's from Eastern Oregon, though. I had a couple of friends in high school that were the same way. They wore shorts every day, regardless of the weather. Yeah, I had a buddy like that, and we were in LeGrand, uh, and... It was probably one of my favorite trips in college. We were in the Grand Collin basketball games, uh, the SOU basketball games, and uh, me and one of my other buddies, we were we were doing the play by play in the color, and we had four friends say, "All right, we'll tag along. We'll do the double dip where we go to Caldwell and then Legrand." And uh, we rented a minivan and we just made, <laughs> we made a whole weekend of it. And I, we had a buddy in Legrand. We went to a party after the game because we met some met some folks. We were still in college at the time. We met we met some girls and we went to a party. And this guy decided he was gonna he was gonna stay there. And he ended up we ended up leaving. And he ended up walking home. And he was shorts guy. There was I kid you not three four feet of snow in Legrand. It's the dead of winter, and he's walking from, like, some house party back to the hotel that we were staying at, and the cops <laughs> ring him up, and they're like, sir, have you been drinking? And he was like, he was like, yep. yep. And they're Did like, they find him walking through the drive-thru yeah. at the Nelson out? They're like, uh, do you need a lift? <laughs> and he was in he was in shorts. They took him to the drunk tank. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for it. It was like... Five degrees outside, and he was wearing shorts, and so we didn't know where he was the next morning. We thought he died. Uh, turns out he came a few hours later, and uh, he just was released. <laughs> he sobered up, and they let him go. Did you ever spend any time in the drunk tank? No. No? No. No? Okay. No, but guess what? Guess what that taught him? Mm. To wear pants. And now he wears pants because it was like, you're an adult, buddy. <laughs> this is You need to start wearing coverings on your legs, especially when it's 10 degrees outside. So, again, I, I was stationed in North Dakota for yep. a period of time. Uh, we would do dumb things when we were intoxicated, like um, what we call it going polar bearing. And uh, this involved a hot tub, a small hill, 
and a trip around the block because you couldn't get back up the hill. So uh, North Dakota, mostly flat, mm-hmm. but we did have a hill somehow in our backyard that was about 18 feet down. Like, not very steep, but like okay. enough. Yeah. But in the winter, it would freeze over. Yeah. So it would turn into a giant slide, especially when said hot tub is at the top of this hill. So you'd get out of the hot tub in zero, 10, 15 yeah. below zero. You'd run and you would penguin slide or polar bear slide chest first down the hill because it's just straight ice. Right? This is not a good idea. This oh. does not sound enjoyable in oh, the slightest. No, this sounds like you are going to get like burnt. Oh, Wicked burns. Lots of alcohol involved. But then once you got down to the bottom of the hill, you can't run back up because it's frozen. So keep in mind, you're if you're smart, at least have your shorts on. There were guys... Who did not at times, and they paid the price. They did not go down chest first. They went okay. down butt first. So, uh, still very dumb. Um, but the women as well, unfortunately, both made very bad decisions. Uh, then you'd have to sprint basically like two hundred yards or more to get all the way around the edge of the property right. where you could get back up and then either get in Look, the house or back in the hot tub. We, I have enough stories from you now to <laughs> definitively say this, Danny. Lunatic. <clears throat> You men and women that serve our country are incredibly brave, but very dumb. By God, you guys are dumb. No, (laughs) you guys. Yes. At least the people you were running with, the crowds you were running with, you're very, very dumb. Very brave. Yes. Very selfless. What do you think? I love you guys. What do you think bravery is? No, no, no. There is a fine line between the two. No, it's just it's just dumb. That's what it is. (laughs) And I I will I wholeheartedly admit it. Like, do you know, like, everyone's like, oh, Eric, you're so brave. You put yourself in, in harm's way for our country. You willingly yeah. put your body yeah. in front of bullets. God bless you all. Dumb. But, but, but brave. Sure. And however then, we want to call it. You can cross that line listen, into it. Listen, listen. Any, any veteran who's listening right now, I guarantee you they're nodding Any and gals. smiling like, <laughs> we're a bunch of dumb. I thank you all for not knowing any better. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. Or the, the the best ones are who willingly do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know full, well, know full well and we still go and do it. Thank you. Hey, you know, it's thank fun. you. Thank you. All right, uh, we got a ton that we need to get to today. Uh, didn't even get to the fact, speaking of cold weather, um, my son definitely would not be one of the people that is penguin sliding down the hill. My my bougie-ass little kid. He's a, he's a warm weather He's a warm he, weather boy? No, he's refusing to get into cars that are not pre-warmed for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's like 28 degrees today when we're going out to the car. Uh-huh. And the seat's it, cold. It's got no, it's got to be warmed up for uh, him. And so it, we're like, hey, time to get in the car. But no, no, <laughs> is it warm? No, nope. I'm like, we have got to go. Nah, it's like, no, you will get your butt into this car right now. Let me tell you, man, remote starts. Yeah. If you didn't have one in North Dakota, you got one and they sold them like hotcakes out there. I am. I, and it's just like, no, warm that bad boy up. Ah. I can't. And then I looked at him and I said, you are my kid. You know, like if there is one thing that us hair men do not like, it is being cold. You are my son. And so uh, we we warmed the car up. We warmed the car up for him. And I wow. now I have to deal with this. Lost that battle, did you? Yeah. 
I, I wanted to look at him and be like, do you know the price of gas these days? I didn't want to get into a cold car either, though. So we're gonna, it's, it's the battles that we're going to have to go through go through over the next couple of months. Unbelievable. I know. I know. I know. I don't even know what to say. He's get, he's soft is what he is. We need to toughen this little son of a gun up. All right, 503-250-1080. Uh, got a bunch of sports to get to today. Um Look, Mariners are making moves. It looks like one team in the NBA, not named the Lakers, is already imploding. And it's also a team, everybody saw this coming. We've got uh, some college football and NFL, but where we got to start, Rip City is red hot and rolling. And last night, they got away with one. But great teams do. Danny and Dusty on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, Portland Trailblazers pick up a win, 117-110 last night in Moda Center. 10-4 on the season, 10-4 over and out. Uh, what would you think of the PDX carpet unis? So the cool thing is, you know, we get to get there early and kind of see how everything looks. And it, it's always one thing that kind of like, it's it's fun to watch guys see the uniforms, get ready to put them on. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right. And I like the idea, and they, they leaned into it. They did not do like a – the fact that they went with the black jersey yeah. makes the PDX carpet just pop. Yes, just it does. absolutely pop. And my complaint with the Blazers jerseys over the years on the alternative ones is that they haven't leaned into the design. They did. Now, it's the Blazers jersey, but it says PDX, which yeah. is the first time they've done anything other than their namesake. So Portland, Portland Blazers, Blazers or, or Rip, Rip City. City. Yeah. So this is a – that's a – all right. While it's a little thing, it's actually a big change. Okay. 
And then this, they kept the sash and they did it with a carpet. And man, it worked. Mm. Like I, I, I looked at him when I when I saw him this summer and I was like, oh, all right. Like I get it. I'm I'm kind of tired of the whole PDX carpet thing, like every being everywhere. But like Kevin Calabro didn't understand the reference. A lot of people did that. I, I I talked to Nasir Little before the game, and I was like, "All right, man, what do you think of the jerseys?" You know, everybody's kind of getting ready, and he's like, "They're all right, they're all right." Like he's like, he he said the uh, the mixtape jerseys are his favorite jerseys, the one they had last year that had like the elements of different teams. Okay. They, they they say Rip City on them, but mm-hmm. in the old text last yeah. year, he goes, "Those were my favorites." He goes, but I like these. But he's like, I have a question. Why? Hmm. Uh, he's like, what's the deal? And I, I explained, like, listen, man, back in the day, like, hell, just beginning of IG, if you're going, like, early IG yeah. period, you used to take a picture when you came or left Portland. Like, you would take a picture of your feet on the carpet. He's like, but why? And I was like, because PDX carpet it was different than everywhere else. He's like, what does everybody else's carpet look like? And I'm like, it's gray. Yeah, it is. It's either like beige or gray. It's very or plain. Black and Portland's yeah. pops. Yeah, and that was that became the PDX carpet. Yeah. Like this was the signal of you coming or going to Portland. It, it feels like this is like three years too late, though. It is. It, like it, if it feels like if they mm-hmm. really wanted to jump on the PDX carpet train, yep. it's about three years too late. But that's how most of these designs are. Yeah, because it, it, it takes a while in the design process. But I'll tell you what. They looked good, man. They yeah, looked they like, you got on the floor, and I was like, "How's it going to look on the the red, white, and black floor?" Blah blah. blah. But having a PDX carpet key would have been sick. Listen, that's what I said. I was like, if you had done, or if you're worried about it being too disruptive on TV, going back to the old Memorial Coliseum floor, having the white paint to make the the blue and the black just yeah. pop. I thought that would have been a really sick idea. Okay. But otherwise, uh, I'm going to go 9 out of 10. Like, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. On All... the Danny Meringue grading scale. Listen, for, for the sliding scale of of the, the what do they call these? The, um, what do they call these? City editions. City editions. Uh, Miami Vice first year release is a 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Nothing beats it. Nothing no. comes close. It is the best alternate jersey that anybody has produced in the in the modern era. It's fantastic. Zero notes. If the Blazers are going to do something that's going to like harken back to Portland, they need to update the uh, '77 era Reds that yeah. say Blazers down the side. Update that with like a Rip City down the side, like put a little twist yeah. on it, because that's the best look. Best that's a, that's the best normal jersey in basketball, in my opinion. But Ooh. I digress. Okay. the The Blazers have a ton of good jerseys to choose from. They got great unis, but I I know what's kind of coming up in the next couple of years. They're gonna have some. They're gonna have some bangers. Okay, they are. They they have leaned. Nike and the and whoever's working with the Blazers have leaned into the design. So I read this. I really liked uh, the Milwaukee Bucks Cream City unis. Oh yeah. Did you hear why they can't wear those anymore? Why? Because the uh, their CG uh, they they superimpose now ads on the floor mm-hmm. and the cream color jerseys that the Bucks wear picks is up. too close to the color of the floor. That's and funny. so it picks up the graphics, so they're not allowed to wear them anymore. They'd have to wear. Well, they could wear them on the road. <laughs> no, guess. they can't wear them anywhere. Oh, because other teams would, would because do the, same. They, the other floors are, yeah. are the same, except for like I guess Brooklyn would only would be the only one that has a floor that's a different color. Yeah. yeah. So I read that. That was weird. That's. I mean, that's pretty funny. All right. Oh, good stuff. We got a four out of ten. Really? Yeah. The 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 you the mm. overwhelming. Cause I, I talked to fans as they were coming and going. 
And I, you know, hey, what do you think of the jerseys? And everybody's like, I love them. I love them. I, like I loved them too. I uh, liked them. Listen, I'll tell you this: in the crowd last night, Blazers made a lot of money. Good, a lot All of right. money. Um, let's talk about the actual basketball game because uh, <laughs> they may have won the uniforms. Not a nine out of ten last night. <laughs> no, but you know what? They won a basketball won. game that years past. I think in several instances, oh, if God. they have this performance moving forward, they will lose several games. Um, when you have a performance like they did last night, it was uh, the damn Drew Eubanks game last night. They could have lost that game four different times. Yeah. Four different times they could have lost that game. Uh, they they opened up the game down 14-4. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic played, I believe, f- under four minutes in the first quarter, and in those four minutes, I think he was a minus 15. Mm. Listen, I'm going to give him a little bit of grace coming back off a of abductor, you know, groin, hip, all that kind of stuff. He's a very large man dealing with that can be problematic. He looked two steps slow for Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah. Jakob Pertl... Which is not fleet of foot. No. Jakob Pertl looked like Giannis running down the floor. He just straight line driving. Just He ended up 14 of 17 on the I night. really like Jakob Pertl. Oh, okay, so let's... let's... N- not not like not just against Nurk. I, no, I like him as a player. So th- he's a guy that I've targeted for a while for Portland because he, he's a very good rebounder. He's a very good shot blocker. He's a very good screen center. He's mobile enough. He's also one of the best finishers in the league. Do you know what he finishes at? In the restricted area, just take a wild guess. Ninety-two percent, seventy-seven percent. Okay, well, which is I, I I did the worst thing that you could possibly do, which is I went way higher way than higher. I could imagine. Yeah, you you price is right at this thing horribly, but seventy-seven percent is tremendous. Let's you want to be able to compare a comparative scale. Sure. Yusuf Nurkic is the second worst finisher in the league at the rim right oh, now. Fifty-four no. percent. Yikes. Twenty-three percent better, yeah. and he takes more shots at the rim. It's again. He seems like a no ego amigo kind of dude. He too. is. He's and he's just he's a steady Eddie. Yeah. Uh, he, he 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 feasts when he feasts and he does all the other stuff when you need him to do the all the other stuff. Uh, but he's just a solid player. He's not going to play outside of himself. He knows who he is and he's able to do it very well. Uh, he had a career high thirty one last night. And this isn't like all fall on the feet of Yusuf Nurkic. He was just very bad. That's 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 the end of my Nurk slander. Uh, get healthy. Get right because without him they are in a, they are in a world of hurt. But Drew Eubanks coming in, and, and it was serviceable. I mean, granted, look, the other big got 31 points and 14 rebounds. It's not, it's not like Five it was... Five assists and a block. Like, he was a monster. It's, it's not like Drew Eubanks was uh, Shaquille O'Neal out there. But uh, the pride of Troutdale, he did enough for the Blazers to pull out a victory last night. And that is where you go down the, these roads of... This is a game that this Blazers team would have lost in years past. It's a game that, moving forward, they probably do lose because you can't put the sum of all of those parts together very often where you only have four guys scoring double figures mm-hmm. last night. But and, those three of those guys were very good. And they, they were in absolute volume where Dame shoots under uh, 50% from the field and he shoots two of nine from three, yet mm-hmm. you get away with him getting 22 points. You had Anthony Simons and Jeremy Grant continuing to play exceptionally well, and then Shaden Sharp off the bench. His explosive athleticism was just too much for San Antonio last night. He, those are your four guys who scored in double figures, mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily efficient. Uh, you know, Dame was not efficient no. in his numbers, and that's where you can't get away with those games. What's, what's interesting about this is, again, so the first quarter – Blazers come out, two days of rest, sloppy off a uh, six-game road trip, all those kind of things, the, the, the same kind of tired tropes and cliches we talk about all the time. First game after a road trip is usually like a, another road game. It looks, it looks weird, right? So 
Blazers can kind of get their way back into it, and a lot of it has to do with, number one, Jeremy Grant just being a dude. Uh, they opened up the game, hilariously enough, mm-hmm. you, do you know what play they opened up the game with? No. no. The exact same cross post-up that they used to use for LaMarcus Aldridge to open up basically every game for five straight years. Hmm. They got him on Jeremy Sohan and went to that that the, the 24 punch. You could have given me... Eight billion guesses, and I would have never guessed. Uh, yeah, it was the same uh, crossover uh, cross post that they did with Lamarcus every year. I would have never guessed e- that. Every game they opened up the, the same yeah. way, and you would usually get Lamarcus getting pushed off the block and shooting a fadeaway eight footer, and it would be cash. Yep. Yeah. Well, Jeremy spun middle and it, it rattled around and hit it on Jeremy Sohan, the rookie, who's going to be a fun player. Damn right. Um, but. Well, he's embracing his little Rodman role, I mean, wearing number 10, pink hair. Yeah, listen, man, I, I got a buddy who's a scout who called uh, Jeremy Sohan Rage Virus Jeremy Grant. <laughs> Just, okay. Which, I mean, that's a hell of a player. Um, but you, in the first quarter, you get Jeremy Grant going 4 of 5, 1 of 1 from the three-point line. He's now shooting just under 50% from three on the uh, on the season, so that number is going to drop off. But uh, Ant, Ant goes... Uh, over over two in the quarter and starts over five in the game yeah. and ends up shooting five of ten from three. But who bails him out in the first quarter? Shaden Sharp. Yeah. He came out and he looked the sharpest he has looked. Ah, I see what hey. you did there. He, his, his FU attitude yeah. of casualness was on display. He hits uh, a, a layup at the rim through contact that he hits on the way down. And you're like, oh. That's a little something. Knocks down a three, and you're like, oh, that's nice. Then he gets into this uh, late clock bailout, dribble drive, pull up, fade away, and if you squint and get a little bit of a blur, it looked like Brandon Roy. <laughs> like, it was – you remember Brandon's one-legged pull-up where he would kind of lean back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what Shaden did, and it was cash. It was so easy. And if he gets his pull-up game going, yikes. But then he comes down the floor. I think it was the next possession – uh, it's a late clock bailout three, and he just lets it go, and he left his hand up there with this arrogance, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah, he kind of unloaded unloaded the bag last night because he also almost snatched a dude's life on that Jeez. alley-oop from Josh Hart late in the game. I mean, that uh, the the roof of Moda would have come off. He if, was going to put Isaiah Roby in the rim with him. And so I say all of this, this is this first quarter, right? And what's funny is, as bad as the Blazers start, they're up 30-29. Yeah, and nobody's defense optional. Second quarter happens; it's abysmal. The Blazers win that quarter, thirty-two twenty-seven, and you're sitting there going, "Somehow, some way, they're up six and a half." And I, I think what is impressive to me about doing that is the performance that we saw from the Spurs is really indicative of of what it is when you go on the road. And that mm-hmm. four and two road trip was really impressive by Portland. Yes. Because this is kind of what you get when you go on the road, and and there usually is a lull when you get that first game back from mm-hmm. a road trip, and it's just like the okay, well, you kind of have that exhale. We're at home, we <sighs> get to relax a little yeah. bit, and I I don't know if it's because they still have the rash of injuries that are are, are still, bugging this still team, dicked up. but they are kind of amped up and in tuned in a little bit more than than regularly because of. You know they they have to exert a little bit more early in this season because of of the injuries that they have. Yeah, and so the third quarter happens, and it's the sloppiest quarter that they they play. Yeah, I mean, Chauncey said in the post game, you know, some fans got some souvenirs because they were just air mailing balls. Josh Hart threw a pass that ended up like five rows up. Like I don't, yeah, Nasir Little fired <laughs> one to the ref. It was bad, man. And like not 
like missing passes by inches or a miscommunication. Like, I thought you were back cutting. No, just fire. I, Space I, Jam bad. Like, yeah, and I wondered. Zap their powers. I, I genuinely wondered if there was something about the jerseys that was throwing them off. <laughs> like, I, I was trying, because it wasn't just like a normal thing. And you want to give the Spurs a little bit of credit for being more aggressive and being more disruptive, but also like, there were times when they just yeah. threw passes that didn't make any sense. I, again, this, the Blazers, though, as bad as this quarter is, they have eight turnovers in the quarter. They lose the quarter by two. Mm. They get into the, the fourth quarter. You know, Nurk's out there again. The Spurs get up six. Chauncey says, screw it. Puts his guys back in, and this is where Drew Eubanks comes in. Drew Eubanks comes in, and again, he finishes with five points, two rebounds of the quarter. Okay quarter. Nothing special. The difference is it was the first time all night anybody gave a damn and set the tone. Yeah. Eubanks is hustling, grinding, being a red ass. Troutdale grit. Listen, exactly. It's that, you know, there, there's two things that are gritty that come out of Troutdale. Drew Eubanks and meth. And, and water. The water. That's, that's, that's true, too. That's a little bit of grit to it, too. Yeah. So three things. But he, he was a tone setter. And that's what they needed is that they needed somebody like, hey, listen, get on my back. I will yep. and not carry the day on the box score, but he will carry the, the mentality of the day. And I asked Dame post game just kind of like how and where he felt things were and he goes listen man this is a good team we, we've won mm. games every way possible there's there's so many different places and opportunities for us to get better and i can have an off night but it's okay because i know drew's got the mentality who's yeah. gonna carry us that night and not he doesn't mean carry them in the box score he means carry them in the night he goes you got jeremy who's gonna get 29 you got Ant who's gonna get 23 and i go does that allow you to be better defensively like, does having, like, do you trust these guys? And he goes, yes. He goes, I don't have to worry about, he goes, don't get it twisted. I can still get 45. I can still go get 50. Like, that's not a, if when they need me to do that, I will go do that. And I will still have those games. But I am able to commit more defensively. And Chauncey said in the post game, at halftime, he said, I need somebody to stop Devin Vassell. Dame said, I got him. Vassell went two of seven in the second half. Hey, when they went down and they tried to post up Dame on the block, and, and he, he got that block it, on on uh, like, beta jobs, yeah. I, I I looked around and nobody was around me. I was sitting on the couch. I was looking at around, going, "But I wish somebody was here to witness this with me." Uh, and it turns out everybody else was on Twitter because I opened up Twitter and it was like, yeah. and, "And that was Moto where you go." Roared. That is a difference in his mentality. Yes. This year, because that isn't the first time that we've seen that. We've nope. talked about this before. This is three or four times this season where there's a little bit of that dog in him that mm-hmm. n- I'm not going to get embarrassed anymore on that end of the floor, especially in that aspect where teams try to isolate me on the block. And he he highlighted it specifically when I asked him because I, I I wanted to give him this opportunity to not I don't want to say admit it, but he he said the quiet part out loud. In the past, and he's not the only one in the NBA with this. James Harden's like this, the Rockets. Trey Young is this with the with the Hawks to an extent, but Trey's always been a trash defender. He's never been good. Mm-hmm. There's been times when Dane's been not only passable, but okay. But I go, with having Jeremy and having Ant, like having, basically I was telling him, asking him, with having real options and trusting them, do you feel like this makes it easier for you? Like, your usage rate used to be obscene. Did that hinder you defensively? And he's like, you all don't know what it took for me. Taxes you. It is when you have 10 eyes on you, mm-hmm. every single possession playing for 35 minutes a night. Ant talked about it when he when he stepped into the role last year for those those 24 games, mm-hmm. right? He was like, man, I'm tired. 
Hannah is 18 because there were four people on the Blazers sitting watching, there watching him too. And that wasn't a like a a a coaching thing or a Dame like dictated thing. It was just Dame's just that much better, mm-hmm. and everybody else was that much worse on offense. Yeah. That was, but now he's got Jeremy Grant having quite literally the best season of his career. Anthony Simons is putting up prime C.J. McCollum numbers, and everybody else is kind of pitching in along the way. And yeah. so Damian Lillard no longer is this weak point, and he can not only give some defensively, he can make winning plays for you defensively. And that is, the last time we saw this, Dusty, was 2014. That's great. Because he trusted his all-star teammate, LaMarcus Aldridge. 2014. That was eight years ago. Listen, as good as CJ is, I, 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 and I do believe Dame trusted him to an extent, he didn't trust anybody no. else, and there were nights I don't think he trusted CJ. Love it. Because right now he trusts Anthony Simons and he trusts Jeremy Grant to deliver every single night. Man, and a lot of that has to do with coaching. Um, I think we, we right. got we gave we gave Chauncey Billups rightfully so an incomplete last year. He, um, he's hitting a home, he's the coach of the year right now. It's between him and Will Hardy with the Jets. He's doing a phenomenal job of uh, getting guys to buy in and new pieces to buy in very quickly. And you can see the locker room is just right. humming along right now. All right, well, they're 10-4. and four. Um, Ten wins before Thanksgiving. I guess we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> okay, so the, here's what they have coming up. They've got, they play every other night for the next two weeks. Yeah. It's going to be tough. They've got Brooklyn tomorrow night, who they are that's going to be show. That's going to be a big test. We'll talk about Brooklyn coming yes. up a little bit later, but uh, that is going to be a test because Brooklyn got embarrassed last night. They will not get embarrassed again. Well, I mean, they, we'll talk about the article and everything else comes out of that. Like, There's a lot going on there. Then they have a night off, and they take on the Jazz at home before they go on a four-game yeah. road trip. They have six games. So those two home games, four-game road trip. They'll be at 20 games. We'll basically be a quarter way through the season in two weeks. Wow. Wow. Boom. Like that. It happens. Now, what do we always say? Let's see where they stand at 20 games. Dusty, they have a legit opportunity to go 14-6 and six right now. <laughs> okay. They have a legit opportunity to well, go 14-6. Well, hey, if, 14 you, know, and six. you know what you would tell me, though? It, like, at the beginning of the year, if you were to tell me 10-10, and 10, they're already at 10. We, we, said, we said get through the first 25 games at, or 24 games at 500. <laughs> like, if, if you did that, that was a, that was a yeah. monumental success. 10-10 would have been good because the, the season on paper did start very, very tough for the Portland Trailblazers. It did. And right. so here they go. They have a chance through the first 20 games to get, uh, you know, 14 wins, mm-hmm. 70 win percentage. It would be the third best start in the Damian Lillard era. All right. 60 wins! Well, yeah, do you know what a 70% winning percentage translates to in an 82-game season? Was that season? 54 wins? 57. 57, yeah. 57 with Alpha Camino at the... <laughs> <laughs> Wee! All right, 503-250-1080. That is the fan tech sign. Uh, one more Blazers uh, coming up as, as the show goes on. They get a 117-110 win last night. Uh, another one that you kind of notch in the belt and you say, hey... That's a good win because it's a game they probably shouldn't have won. Um, But they're finding ways to get her done. There's something brewing on social media right now. Uh, Something or nothing. Here's Brost with SportsCenter. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14 and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry, 
the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. We're going to file this under something or nothing. Rumors are swirling surrounding one head coaching vacancy in college football. That be the vacancy of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Um... No, they are not going to go and try to get a man of Nebraska again. I don't know what this means, but there's a social media kerfuffle. Deion Sanders is now following on Instagram Nebraska football, Husker Athletics, Will Compton, and I think one other uh, notable Nebraska Cornhusker site. Mm. And there's been, like, a rumor that Nebraska would be going after Deion Sanders to be the next head coach at Nebraska. There's been a race from uh, fake verified people to say that uh, Deion Sanders has uh, taken the job at Nebraska, which is, again, very weird. But um, Deion's not doing anything to help this. Yeah, Because, now, I don't have Instagram, so I I, I bird-dogged you on this. Yes. He is, in fact, the actual Deion Sanders is following those accounts. Husker Nation and uh, Nebraska football. And But you know what kind of gives my radar a little ding, 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 ding uh, of the BS meter mm. is Will Compton being in that. Because mm-hmm. Will Compton, former NFL player, uh, he is a Nebraska Cornhusker alum. He is the also a podcast host of Bussin' with the Boys with Taylor mm-hmm. Lewan. And it's great. Um. Uh, something tells me that maybe they had Dion on, and he, they they put him up to this as like a a gag. As a, yeah, as like a as a. Because this see. is very much down there. I mean, remember, these guys mm. and the pardon my take guys are the ones who do the uh, fake athletic articles. So this makes me wonder if Dion maybe is like, yeah, I'll screw with some people for a while, and see what we can get going. Dion's made, but Dion has also made no bones about it. He wants to be a Power Five head football coach. And what he has done at Jackson State has been a top five program in FCS. It's incredible what he's done. (laughs) It it is absolutely stunning what he has done to the Jackson State football program and facilities and the the community. I mean, it's It's been unreal. I mean, that place was, he, he said it flat out. This place was a dump when I got here. He goes, high school facilities are better than what we had. At Absolutely. State. Now they have top of the line facilities across the campus. Now, Dion going to Nebraska that does not make sense to me. Like that one is just one where I go, whoa, boy. Uh, Culturally, it doesn't make any sense. That feels like an odd fit. It, 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 listen, yeah. Why does Dion make sense at Jackson State? We we can say it. He won. He's. Uh, a, a proud black man who wanted to help an HBCU. Yeah. Folks, we, we, we don't have to dance around this. Nebraska's the probably <laughs> the whitest school in the country. Yes, but why why it doesn't make sense to to me on top of that is that look at the 
history of the Nebraska football program and like all of these people like that want to harken back to the days of Tom Osborne. They want like a grind you out, disciplined black shirts. We want the black shirts football program back. Like that is what Nebraska, like their identity is corn fed linemen, stuff the ball down your throat, play defense. You are in a rural, you are a rural campus. And it, that that is the one that the 500, 500 mile radius, which from Lincoln, Nebraska, is surprisingly a it big, touches big a lot of places. It goes dips into Texas, gets Chicago, gets mm-hmm. St. Louis into it as well. Um, but that's what Tom Osborne said: you get the five hundred mile radius, and then you go and you get a couple guys out of California every year, and you can have a good a dominant mm-hmm. football program. The five hundred mile radius, like it, I believe in my heart, it, and there are so many cooks in the kitchen at Nebraska. That is not a place that you just sit there and you go, they've got a lot of demons they need to exercise. I think Deion Sanders, if he stays another year at Jackson State, he doesn't have to go to Nebraska. He can he can pick a better job than Nebraska. That's what it doesn't make sense to me for Deion, is that I think Deion Sanders has already done enough to say, no, you can be he is a he is a more than competent coach in college football. Yeah. He can get a better job than that right now. Because right now, Nebraska is not the job that we all think of it. It, it is a great job. It's a but rebuild, I think, though. I think Dion can get a elite job Listen. in college football. That is, I cannot believe those words are coming out of my mouth. Because when I, when he said at first, I want to be a D1 coach, it was back when he was coaching his prime academy that yeah. got shut and down. Like, oh, sure. And that, and that yeah. school literally got shut down because they're like, this isn't a school. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing? No, this isn't allowed. In that, it, like, for going from there to where he is now and what he's done at Jackson State, it's an incredible feat that Dion has had. He's an elite motivator. He's yes. an elite recruiter. He is, uh, his game plan stuff, his execution, like his, you're talking about arguably one of the, Four best corners to ever play the game. A guy who very clearly understands the game of football, but his personality drives so much. It is in stark contrast with what Nebraska is. Yeah, Nebraska, like you said, it's Tom Osborne, all of this. Dion is not just all flash, no substance. He's all flash and substance. Well, they also are developing talent too, and that's the other part of this. And he was able to get some of the top recruits of the country to go to an FCS school. Yeah. I maintain that I stand by that he should and will eventually end up at Florida State. That is where he will go. He will go home. He will go back to the Seminoles. He will be, he will be the coach there. Mike Norvell's making that really hard for him because Norvell's actually doing a pretty good he, he job. Is. But I, if presented with the opportunity, oh yeah, do you what do you think happens there? Yeah, oh, he takes that job, and Florida State moves on from whoever their coach is. Yeah, and yeah, I, I believe that if he's at Nebraska. If he's at no matter where he goes, mm-hmm. if Florida State comes knocking, Dion's going. Listen, you he could be he could take over for Dabo at at Clemson if Dabo went to Alabama, and I bet you he would take the Florida State job. Yeah, that that's that's home for him. Oh, all right. Well, but Nebraska, keep an eye on. Listen, if he goes to Nebraska, I I will be shocked beyond belief. There's just no way that I think he's taking that job. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That is the fan text line. This is Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. 
503-250-1080. That's the fan text line. Um, we had a lot of Blazer texts coming in earlier in the show. I wanted to get to some of those. Yay. Uh, if you want Spartan Bro, this is a good text. It says, hey, bros, I have a Chauncey anecdote. Chauncey did an interview about being coached by Larry ba- Brown back in Detroit mm-hmm. uh, when us Piston fans were in our heyday. Larry came to Chauncey and said, let's make a deal. In a league where point guards are pass first, you are shoot first. And I'll let you do that if you commit to being an elite defender. That was the year they won the title. I wonder if Chauncey had that convo, had that combo with Dame. Uh, talking about, you know, we were mm-hmm. talking Dame coming on the block. Teams used to just go at him and say, hey, we got this mismatch. Now there's two, two times vividly in my mind, one of them being last night, mm-hmm. where he has been back down on the block and he has contested a shot in crunch time when teams – are, are looking for easy buckets and think that they have it. Mm-hmm. Dame has been that guy. Dame actually relishes when people try to post him up. For those that don't know, this isn't me like gassing Damian Lillard up. He's told me and he said this publicly. This is something he loves. Challenge me in isolation. Mm. Challenge me in isolation. We, we, he, he's a big fan of saying, we'll see about it. And he, like you can see him starting to get pissed off when he talks about it. <laughs> and I love it. So historically, when you tr- try to post up Damian Lillard, you lose. Yeah, you know why? It's not just the competitiveness. Dame is strong as hell. Like you can try to move him, but unless you're one of the true monsters in the NBA, you're not going to. Mm. And so there's always been this thing like, well, Dame's you know like six one and a half. Like you you, you back him down, shoot over the top of him. Well, first you got to be able to back him down, and you can't do that. The, the the last point guard that was like built like him that I remember was Jameer Nelson, and. It was always funny trying to watch Zach, – Zach Collins try to post up Jameer Nelson one time. I think it was his second year in the league. And Jameer laughed at him. <laughs> like, legitimately laughed at him. Like, you don't know, do you, young fella? I'm not the one. And Dame has some of that attitude. When Like, don't get me wrong. Dame still has troubles navigating pick and rolls defensively. That is, that is his bugaboo. Mm-hmm. But on an island, pure isolation or in a post-up, I trust him. Yeah. I trust him to compete, and I trust him to, to, to make a play. And, and more often than not, he's going to at least come out – where, regardless of the result, you're going to be happy with with the effort. Another text says, uh, Blazers no longer have a ball stopper on the team. That's a beautiful thing to watch again. <clears throat> Offensively, that yeah. would be. Yeah, it's, you want a ball stopper on defense. Yeah, you absolutely do. But no, listen, for all the people out there who wondered if the Dame Ant backcourt was how, how different it was going to be, if any, it was just the same thing over and over again, Ant's a better defender. And a better fit alongside Damian Lillard as a playmaker and a creator. There's mm. just, there's, I mean, we're 14 games in the season. You can already see it. Uh, inter- interesting thing about the Blazers' great start is that they're about 15th ranked offense in the league right now with so mm-hmm. many players who will be even better as they continue to play together. The Blazers currently right now, Dusty, they have three players averaging over 20 points a game. And you know what's incredible, too, about it? Three, How often does that happen? Not, not, not very often. One, they're one of two teams right now. That it's them and Philly. Having a big three. Yeah. Bingo. So, coming into the season, I, I expected Dame to score 28, Ant to score 20, and Grant to score 18. Right now, Dame is scoring 28, Ant scoring 23, Jeremy scoring 21. Mm. Now, Jeremy's going to slow down. Get the big brain on Brad. Because he's shooting 50% from 30. Check out the big brain on Brad. Hey. <laughs> hey. But, he, again, he's shooting 50% on three. Like, yeah. that's, there's going to be some regression. But let's say Jeremy's a 37% three-point shooter. He should finish the season averaging about 18 a game, which is, starts the argument for like what Andrew Wiggins making the all-star team. Like His numbers very right now 
are very comparable and, and favorable to Wiggins' all-star campaign. That's which is why I'm kind yeah. of like getting that snowball started. But I say all of this because they they don't just have one other guy. And mm-hmm. the other part of this is that not only do they have two guys, they have guys who attack differently than Damian Lillard. And that's what changes their offense up. But they have not yet gotten the consistency across the board from everybody else to fill out that offense. They can get much better on that end. And they're all under contract for long term. And they're none of them are overpaid. That's great. Isn't that great? It's great. Weird. I mean, you, maybe you're going to get some psycho who's going to say Damian Lillard's overpaid, but I'm also <laughs> going to want to grab my microphone cord and strangle them. So, no, nothing. Okay, okay. like we've admitted to crimes of the past. Don't <laughs> admit to future crimes. Come now. on, wedding singer. Come uh, on now. I I know, Danny. I think you're going to do it. No. I think you're going to do it. No, I've never strangled anybody. Perfect. Perfect. My my plan is working perfectly. <laughs> I am not going to get swatted in here. <laughs> no, sir. All right. Hour number one is in the books. Uh, keep your text coming in on the fan text on 503-250-1080. Um, this is a rare year where almost every hire seems to be hitting. Danny Dusty on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.